jacket rise up over his butt, improving the view even more. Now, if he would just turn around and come a bit closer. Something teased the edges of Louisa's memory as she pressed her pen against her bottom lip and waited. She ignored it. This was definitely an improvement on silicone implants. The clatter of computer keyboards and the buzz of conversation slowly tapered off as every woman in the place became aware of the designer-suited stranger in their midst. Louisa could almost hear a collective oestrogen-loaded sigh over the hum of expectation. Maybe he's the new assistant editor, Tracy said hopefully. I doubt it. That suits new season Amani, and Piers is practically genuflecting, which means Adonis is either on the board of directors or he's an Arsenal player, Louisa whispered back. Although she wouldn't be surprised if he was a sportsman with that lean, athletic build, Louisa couldn't imagine a professional footballer looking so debonair. Louisa fluffed her hair instinctively. Goodness. She was, actually, holding her breath. It had been so long since she'd had the urge to flirt, she almost didn't recognise the feeling. How long had it been since she'd felt excited in the presence of a good-looking man? The errant thought had an image forming that she instantly repressed. Do not go there. Her radar had been spectacularly off that day, but it had been over three months ago. Twelve weeks, four days, and she did a quick calculation. Sixteen hours, to be exact. Luke Devereux, the handsome, charming Lord of Berwick and bona fide a snake in the grass, no longer had the power to upset her. But the prickle of memory developed into a nasty little thorn scratching at her consciousness. Louisa's brow furrowed as Piers turned to point straight at her. How odd. Adonis followed in slow motion, but then a pair of piercing and painfully familiar grey eyes fixed on her face, and the little thorn became a jagged blade slicing through the sensual mist. Louisa's fingers went numb. Her heart thudded like a sledgehammer. All her blood rocketed into her cheeks, and the hairs on the back of her neck felt as if a greedy fist had wrenched them out at the roots. And then heat blazed through her body as the memory she'd been repressing for the last three months hit her like a red-hot slap. Strong fingers stroking her, insistent lips fastened on the pulse point in her neck and wave upon glorious wave of orgasm rocketing up from her core. A tangle of nerves, fury and nausea, snaked into a vicious knot in the pit of her stomach. What was he doing here? That was no Adonis. The man walking towards her was the devil incarnate. Wow, he's coming over here, 
Tracy announced over the pneumatic drill, now shattering Louisa's eardrums. Oh, my God, isn't that Lord what's-his-name? You know, he was in your Britain's most eligible bachelor's list in the May issue. Maybe he's here to thank you. Hardly, Louisa thought bitterly. He'd already exacted his revenge for that list three months ago. Louisa's spine snapped straight, and she folded her legs tightly under her chair. The tap of her high-heeled leather boot against the chair's stem sounded like the rat-a-tat-tat of a machine gun. If he was here to take another cheap shot at her, he could forget it. Louisa had seen him coming this time. He'd used her trusting nature, her innate flirtatiousness, and her incendiary attraction to him against her three months ago. He would never catch her unawares again. This time, she would fight back. Luke Devereux's long, purposeful strides ate up the acres of industrial blue carpeting as he zilled.